Happy Friday, everyone. On today's Locked On NHL, we're going to take our first look at potential playoff matchups. Plus, we've got a look ahead to the full weekend slate of games. You're Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Friday edition of Locked On NHL. I am Rachel Donner from Locked On Flyers. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here as always with Gil Martin of Locked On Isles. You can find him on Twitter at Ice Wars NYI verse NYR. How are we doing today, Gil? Doing all right. How about you? Real good. Excited to talk about these playoff matchups. Uh, spoiler alert, I think one conference looks a lot more fun than the other, but we <laughs> will get into that. Thanks for making Locked on NHL your first listen every day. We are free and available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, and you can watch us over on YouTube. So before we get into our playoff matchups uh austin matthews had a bit of a night last night he now has the record for the leafs uh, most goals in a single season uh, when he hit the 55 mark and then the most in a season by a u.s born player when he got the 56th goal of the season in overtime as the winner of that game it was a quite an accomplishment for him yeah, I mean, he just keeps rolling along. Uh, so much fun to watch Austin Matthews do his thing. And, you know, it, it, it's one of those situations where anytime he gets the puck, you don't know what's going to happen, but you've got to pay attention and watch and and in so much anticipation. Uh, and when you consider the Leafs are an original six team, how far back we're going when you talk about all-time Toronto Maple Leafs records, it's it's even more impressive. It really is. Uh, sometimes it's frustrating, but uh, <laughs> when you're an opponent and and have to deal with him out there on the yes. ice, but he certainly is fun to watch. So there was another exciting game last night in the NHL where the Pittsburgh Penguins, minus Sidney Crosby, who was out with a non-COVID illness, uh, were shut out by the New York Rangers. There was a bit of a kerfuffle, as they say, <laughs> at the end of that one. Yeah, and, you know, these these two teams have, uh, let's just say, a little bit of a rivalry going, uh, have for many, many years, going all the way back to the Patrick Division days and some frustration boiling over at the end of the game. But, uh, you know, it didn't get too out of hand, and uh, I think it sets things up for a possible spirited playoff matchup if this matchup holds. Exactly. Uh, apparently, Igor Shesterkin uh, waved goodbye to the Pens as they left the ice before the Rangers did their traditional salute to the fans, and that did not go over well in yeah. Penguins land. I, I could understand the Penguins not liking that, but and I can understand why Shesterkin would want to wave goodbye. So, uh, you know, it keeps it interesting. Let's put it that way. 
It does. And you are correct that as it currently stands, the Rangers and Penguins would be one of the Eastern Conference playoff matchups that we'd be looking at. And man, the Rangers just keep rolling along. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10 and have won two in a row. Two of their recent wins have been against those Penguins. And I... I don't know if this would be like looking at a train wreck or the most incredible thing ever, but I would be very excited to watch a Rangers Pens playoff series. I, I would too. I think it, it would absolutely be uh look, there have been a lot of great playoff series between those two teams over the years, and it would be just a really fun matchup. Even just the goaltending matchup alone with Jerry and Shesterkin going at it would be very entertaining. And those two teams have finished up their series for the year. The Rangers uh, win that three to one over this season. So, and the Rangers just seem to be a team that's peaking at the right time. The Pens have struggled a little bit recently. Um, you know, there are some absences there for sure. Uh, but assuming, you know, Crosby is back and okay, that could turn things around for them. But again, uh, this could be a, a really ugly series in the best way possible. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, one of those series that you figure goes at least six, if not seven games. And, uh, yeah, you know, you add the rivalry, the bad blood, and the fact that, especially if Crosby is healthy, these two teams are pretty evenly matched. Uh, yeah, this is this is going to be a fun series if, if this is how the standings end at the end of the season. Only 10 games left for both of those teams. Yeah. Carolina clinched a playoff berth last night, uh, coming back with, after being two goals down. That was pretty impressive. They would be facing Tampa in the playoffs if things hold as they are. And it it's an interesting rivalry that I think has been building up uh, because of the geographical proximity, although you know, they are in different divisions. It's still, I think, would be a remarkable series just because I think Carolina has a lot to prove, especially after, you know, bowing out the last couple of years. Tampa is the two-time defending champions, but they've been struggling a little bit recently, four, five, and one in their last 10. They've lost their last two games, but they always seem to turn things around and uh, and pull it out in the in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the psychologically, the difference in playoff experience between the two franchises in recent years, Tampa Bay would have an edge there. But uh, like you said, Carolina has a lot to prove, some strong regular seasons. They are so hard to beat at home, 26-6-4 and four at home this year. Uh, you know, that would also make for a very, very intriguing series. And it's kind of tough. You would feel for Carolina, you know, you – you go out, you win your division, and your reward is to face the defending two-time right. champions in the first first round of the playoffs. Uh, maybe they'd be better off getting caught and letting, uh, and then playing Pittsburgh, or uh, rather than and let the Rangers play the uh, the Lightning. But again, you, nobody wants to finish second. You want to win your division. Exactly. Another great matchup 
is the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Boston Bruins. I mean, of course, the the rivalry has been going on since uh, time has begun, I think, <laughs> here. And, you know, the Leafs have the edge on their season series, uh, th- but they still have one more game left to play. Um, so that game on April 29th could have uh, a real strong implications between the two teams. Yeah, and you know when you, I believe that's the last regular season game, and if they go from playing in the last regular season game to you know two three days later starting a playoff series, that has the potential to make it even more intense because you got to figure that the you know if the two teams know they're facing each other, it, there'll be a, some message sending going on throughout that game. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, they've got similar records in their last stretch of games. I think both teams are are playing really well right now. I know Boston has some injury issues, but I, I think that this could be another one of those series that you cannot keep your eyes off of. Yeah, and, you know, especially with Toronto, I mean, they haven't gotten out of the first round in so long. So mm-hmm. much pressure on the Maple Leafs every year because they haven't even been to a Stanley Cup final since 1967, haven't won since 1967. Uh, You know, it's like before the playoffs even start, that that pressure just keeps building and building. You'd have two original six teams going at it. It it would be an epic opening round series. I think so too. And again, I'd just be in it for the train wreck possibilities. (laughs) But I think there'd be some really excellent hockey there as well. Just, you know, a lot of offensive firepower, um, you know, a a real strong special teams battle there as well. I think, you know, any penalties that the refs happen to call in the playoffs, I know they put their whistles away, but both of these teams have you know, good special teams. So that would be fun to watch as well. The last series in the East, again, another fun one, Florida versus Washington. And to me, this is a, you know, a new school versus old school kind of battle. And it's like, can the Caps, who have been very good, but not maybe quite at the elite level that they were when they won the cup, um, you know, aging a little bit versus the youth and the just dominance of the Florida Panthers, I think could make for a really fun series. Florida is playing excellent hockey. They've won five in a row, uh, but yet they're a younger team, not as much playoff experience. You got the the veterans like Ovechkin uh on the Capitals, some players who have been there and done that, but are they still good enough to get the job done? You, you love the contrast in this series, and, and you'll see a lot of red in both arenas. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> All right, we're going to head out west coming up next, but first we're going to talk about our friends at Bilt Bar. Yeah, Built Bar. Have you tried the Puffs? Well, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite. They have incredible flavors like yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow. My personal favorite is the banana cream pie. They're so good, they're going to be your new favorite. And most Built Bars contain 
just 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, four net carbs, but packs 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On NHL your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. It's nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from all our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So looking at the Western Conference, obviously this one is a little bit more in flux in terms of who might actually end up in the playoffs and you know where the teams could end up. But, you know, based on where things currently stand, these are some bizarre matchups that <laughs> in some ways seem a little odd, but in other ways I'm really looking forward to because you don't think of them as rivalries necessarily, except for one, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But the first one, which I am extremely intrigued by, is Calgary versus Nashville. And, you know, we don't have a ton of data on this matchup for this season because they still have two more games to play against each other. And those are going to be huge points, especially for Nashville, who is in the much more competitive central division. Calgary is atop the Pacific right now. But they've got similar records in the last stretch of games. Both have won a couple uh, games in a row and and so you know while Calgary is atop the division they are a beatable team like when they lose like they have bad games yeah they, they really can have bad games and Nashville is one of those hungry teams that can take advantage of those moments so I am intrigued by this matchup I am too and and I I just feel like the potential is definitely there uh come playoff time that the Predators, that to me, they are the kind of team with uh, UC Saros in goal. He can get hot at the right moment, and all of a sudden, uh, they are more than capable of pulling off an upset. Yeah, and you know, goaltending is absolutely going to be key in this kind of a matchup with the kind of players that Calgary has on their team and the way that they're able to draw from up and down the lineup for scoring. I think that it, it will be a, a ton of fun. Again, a, a weird color clash <laughs> with the red and the mustard color, but yes. uh, we will survive. <laughs> All right. The next matchup we're looking at is Edmonton versus the LA Kings. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, they are in the same division, but I don't see them as huge rivals against each other and you know with the kings exceeding expectations this season um they're they're still kind of struggling right now they're four four and two in their last 10 lost a couple of games and then edmonton seemingly out of nowhere although you say that and then you look at the talent on their team and it can't be out of nowhere but i think we're just used to edmonton having inexplicable downturns um but they're they're on a tear right now, six in a row uh, that they've won. And the Oilers have dominated their season series three to one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a tough one because Edmonton, 
I still don't know if I trust Hot. I just <laughs> don't know if they're built for the playoffs. Uh, are they good enough in goal? Are they good enough defensively to go on that long playoff run? The Kings, you know, with uh, the thing about LA, they're such a good road team, 29 and 6 on the road this year. But are they just going to be happy to be there because they are probably a year ahead of where everybody thought they were going to be? There is some interesting playoff history between these two franchises. If you go back to the 80s and the miracle on Manchester, which the Kings had this amazing comeback to eliminate Gretzky and the Oilers back in the early 80s. But yeah, it's not a traditional playoff matchup. But I I mean, it's intriguing and got to make for some very entertaining hockey. and then, you know, if you're the Kings, you're going with Jonathan Quick, you're going with Cal Peterson. Who are you putting in goal in mm-hmm. order to try to slow down that, you know, Connor McDavid and company, such a talented uh, offensive juggernaut like the Edmonton Oilers. So uh, I, I, I would give Edmonton, I think, a slight edge uh, in a series like that. But I still don't trust whether or not they're built for the playoffs. I really don't. Yeah. And, you know, you have to think for the Kings, this is just a, like you said, sort of a gaining experience uh, kind of thing for the younger players. And so they're just going to be happy to be there. And so they're going to have sort of less pressure on their shoulders. Yeah, nothing to lose. A, a matchup. So and, you know, with Edmonton's history, you never know. So this could be a fun one to watch as well. Uh, The next series, uh, again, another fun one, I think, Colorado versus Dallas. And uh, this is interesting because uh, while you would think that Colorado would be the juggernaut here, and don't get me wrong, you know, they've been on a a great streak recently. They won four in a row. Dallas is on a mission right now, and they have the edge in the season series between these two teams. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I got to see Dallas play the Islanders just, uh, you know, last week. It It is uh, – they're, they're an interesting team to watch, and I, I, I like what I'm seeing from Jake Ettinger. Uh, they've got some experienced guys like Joe Pavelski and, and Tyler Sagan and, and then some of the younger players as well. Uh, you know, uh, if, if anyone could sort of pull off this, this upset – I wouldn't count out Dallas, no question about it. Yeah, and I think with Colorado's offensive skill that they have and then having Kale McCarr on the back end, you know, you would think that they could, if they get everything working correctly, run away with this series. But like you said, Dallas, I, I feel like this is their last stand in a lot yeah. of ways. And so they're all in and, you know, that can be enough in a lot of these circumstances. But so I, I do think this could be a fun series if it ends up playing out this way. I think my favorite of all the series, though, that we're talking about out west that is out there is Minnesota versus St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And this is a definite rivalry going on here and i think both teams have a lot to prove in terms of you know is st louis still one of the top teams in the nhl Um, people have been sort of counting them out a little bit and they've had their struggles over the course of this season minnesota has been you know they've 
I, I say this with love, but they've been known as the Minnesota Mild for so long. And this season, <laughs> they they have created a different, you know, character for themselves, I think. And with Kirill Kaprizov in the lineup and, you know, with just so many changes, it just feels like a different atmosphere for the Wild this year. Mm-hmm. And so for these two teams, I think you know, even like getting to the second round isn't enough for them. Yeah, there, there's definitely, you know, some pressure on both of these teams to to go on that longer playoff run. There's some bad blood between these two teams that goes back a ways and very evenly matched. I, I think this would be one heck of an intriguing series. Yeah, and, there, you know, we don't have a lot of data on the matchup this year. They still have two more games left to play against each <laughs> other. So we'll get a chance to see what a playoff matchup might look like in a series like this a couple of more times before the end of the month. And, and that should be a lot of fun as well. So, you know, both conferences with some intriguing and exciting matchups to look at. And so as we get closer to the end of the season, we only have a, you know, a couple of weeks left here, you know, these weekend matchups that we talk about have more and more importance. We're going to talk about them coming up next, but first bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's masters championships, odds, podcasts, and reviews for all of the different leagues this season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and all your scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device. You can learn more about all the trends and action at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Gil, this weekend is very exciting. Some uh, playoff preview matchups and just some excellent matchups to begin with. We you know, wound up in our last segment talking about Minnesota and St. Louis potentially meeting in the playoffs, and they're playing each other tonight. Yeah, right, right off the bat, you got this uh, potential playoff preview. I love it. Uh, this one is in St. Louis, and... Uh, Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, you know, right now, one point separates these two teams. So they are, among other things, fighting for home ice advantage if they do meet in the opening round of the playoffs. That adds even more significance to it because both of these teams much better at home than they are on the road. Yeah, that's an excellent point you have there. Uh, I am also intrigued by your Islanders at Carolina because the Islanders have been playing pretty well recently overall. And uh, I love it when teams who are kind of out of the playoffs start to play spoiler for these other teams. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, the Islanders still trying to hang on to whatever small mathematical chance they have left. Probably more important for the Islanders to to regain their confidence and finish strong than it is to, you know, get a few more balls in the lottery uh, pick. But Carolina, they are a a team that has a lot at stake, which we talked about uh, on the last segment. And I I think this will be a good matchup. It's in Carolina. They're tough to beat at home and uh, should be a good one. Yeah, I think so as well. And then the third game that I would probably tune into is Boston at Tampa, right? Yep. 
Absolutely. Boston, as you mentioned, uh, they've been playing some pretty good hockey. They're in the midst of a fight with Tampa Bay to avoid the wild card spot. Uh, So, so you know, that's always uh, important to take into consideration. And, and, you know, uh, you know, whoever wins this avoids the wild card for now. So, and and there's still even an outside chance these two teams could meet in the first round, depending on what Toronto does. So, uh, you know, division rivalry, two good teams and, and a lot of playoff implications on the line. Absolutely. And uh, Saturday is not too shabby either. (laughs) The uh, afternoon uh, ABC game in the U S is Washington at Pittsburgh. And, you know, with Pittsburgh just coming off this loss to the Rangers, uh, the Caps wanting to put in, put themselves in a in a good position, and this rivalry is always exciting. That should be a fun one. Yeah, a lot of history between these two teams. And look, I mean, Crosby versus Ovechkin. Do you have to go even beyond that? That's been a rivalry in this league for more than a decade now. So uh, always fun. A lot of talent on the ice. A lot of playoff implications. Uh, and you know the Penguins are going to be a little disappointed after their performance against the Rangers. So they'll they'll be certainly psyched up to try to look good on national TV. Exactly. Another matchup I'm interested in is Florida at Nashville. And I know it's, you know, across conference. And so, you know, whether or not it ends in regulation doesn't matter, but at the same time, you know, Florida is that top team. We talked about them earlier in the show. And Nashville is that sort of hungrier team in, a, in some ways in terms of, you know, having more to play for. Their wild card spot is precarious and, you know, they have a chance to maybe move up in the division as well. And so there's a lot for them to play for against a tough team like Florida. So it'll be a good test for them. It will be. And they're, they're, you know, playing against Florida uh, is going to be a real playoff preparation kind of game for Nashville. So uh, they're going to need their goaltending to be on top of it. You got to know that arena is going to be loud uh, for the game against the Florida Panthers. And it, it really should make for an intriguing matchup. And can Florida's defense slow down that very, very potent uh, Nashville's defense slow down that very, very potent Florida attack. And, you know, Claude Giroux doing his thing there, too. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am still a little bummed out about that. But uh, I think, you know, one of the ways I can get over it is by watching other teams play that have nothing to do with Giroux. And, you know, I I always love a good Montreal-Toronto matchup. Always. And and regardless of what Montreal's season looks like, they're playing some fun hockey right now. And again, I love a good spoiler game. And, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, animosity between these two teams based on how last year went. And so uh, looking forward to this one. Always look forward to Montreal and Toronto. It's uh, and, and and I, I got to give Montreal credit because you know since Martin Saint Louis came in, they've at least been playing hockey, and uh, that's just going to add another little dimension to this. Toronto needs it. 
They need the win. Uh, they still have a slight chance of trying to catch Florida for the division lead. They want to make sure Boston and Tampa Bay don't catch up to them in the standings as well. Um, looking forward to this one. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I would say, you know, the other one to tune into out West is Colorado at Edmonton. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Colorado, so good, so explosive and Edmonton with all that offensive talent, Dreisaitl and McDavid and company, uh, just from a pure entertainment standpoint, as a hockey fan, if you don't have a rooting interest with either of these teams, but you're just a hockey fan, this has the potential to be one of the more entertaining games to watch. Indeed. Uh, Sunday's not too shabby either. Uh, Washington has to turn around and play Boston on Sunday, which is going to be a tough back-to-back for them. Very tough back-to-back. And uh, again, you know, sort of two teams that could end up facing each other at some point in the playoffs and battling for playoff position. You wonder what the effect of the back-to-back is going to have on uh, the Capitals and whether they'll be ready. Uh, But I, 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 again, very entertaining hockey coming up in our nation's capital. And Nashville's got a back-to-back as well as they head into Pittsburgh. Yeah, two teams with almost identical records, two teams that need the two points. Uh, You just got to figure the intensity level will be high, even though it is an East versus West kind of a matchup. Uh, Look, you know, when you're fighting for playoff position, there are no – games that you could take off. And that's one of the beautiful things about this time of the season. Very exciting. And yeah, that's, that's a, a big weekend of hockey ahead as we try and put this playoff picture together. So looking forward to seeing where we end up when we return and meet up again next week, Gil. Yeah, me too. I love this time of year. I mean, so many great games and, and the intensity level starts to ratchet up. So, uh, Looking forward to a great weekend of hockey. Exactly. And like I said, you know, we'll both be back next Friday. We'll recap the week that was. We'll look ahead to the weekend slate of games and all of their playoff implications. And uh, very much looking forward to that. Gil, what else you got going on? Uh, Well, Islanders have two games this weekend, so I'll certainly be paying attention to that. And uh, how about the Flyers? Where are they this weekend? Uh, Flyers are playing the Ducks on Saturday, but I think, you know, the most exciting part of that game is going to be uh, celebrating our PA announcer, Lou Nolan. It's his 50th anniversary behind the microphone at Flyers games and has been an integral part of Flyers history. So excited to see the team celebrate him and that achievement. Should be good. And uh, 50 years, that's that's a long, long time. It really is. Can't imagine the Flyers without hearing Lou Nolan's voice. All right, that'll do it for this week's shows and this show on Friday. Hope everybody has a great weekend out there. You made us your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.